know that you're in a war. I guess when the first shot's fired. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. You know, I, I was thinking about that. You know, we've been in many wars, and especially in the in the um, uh, history of America. Um, but we're in such a bigger war than than that. You know, in our uh, in our walk with Christ as Christians. Um, but just thinking about the wars that we've been in, um, in the um, in, in just the history of America. Uh, I often think about what determined it to, for it to be a war. What what what, what declared war? Because I mean, we have, we've had some incidents we didn't really consider. Well, we're not in war, uh, but then there's been other instances. Well, we're in war, um, and that's I mean, the shot first shot fired would be what we would think um, would be considered as a definition of being in war, wouldn't you think? Right? Yes, the first shot fired would definitely you're in war then, but the war began long before the first shots fired. I right. mean the 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 beginning of it was when the difference of opinion, difference of thought, difference of whatever in a group of people, a person, uh, however that looks, uh, mm. when they want to, I guess, stand up for what they think's right. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I never, I never looked at it that way. Yeah, uh, I mean. You know, I was in the military, and I went in the military in the early 90s, um, and all because we was in Desert Storm. Mm -hmm. um, I was fixated on uh, Desert Storm. Uh, I watched the I watched all that unfold, and I'm, I'm sure most Americans, or a lot of Americans did that very thing. Um, we had never, I'd never been in that in my life you know we'd been in peace peacetime since the vietnam war uh for the most part you know um i think there was a few conflicts i think um but for for the broad spectrum we had been in um we had been in peace as a as america um and and then when desert storm happened i i mean that that was what drove me to join the military uh, and when I joined the military, of course, you know, I was in at the very end of Desert Storm, um, and then we was in peacetime again. But uh, the war began when Saddam Hussein, in his thoughts, yes, began to think that uh, he could do what he did, what eventually put to action, um. Uh, so the dry, the the dry. It, uh, so war started in our mind, yes, more so than any physical action. Absolutely. Uh, so it started in his mind, um, and then it and it manifested itself. What a what a great thought uh, to Absolutely. to to understand what we're going to talk about today, which is spiritual warfare. Church words. Church words. Sorry. Public service announcement. That was a church word. Spiritual warfare, my friends. Welcome to uh, our latest podcast of uh, Not About You. And it's not about you or what you said. He said. Amen. Amen. I'm um, Spartacus Jordan. And I am Pastor David Woods. And welcome back to the podcast. Spiritual warfare. Um, 
So we have determined that just can, to, can we real quick can yeah. we can we just real quick figure out another term? I I know that that's a biblical term. Um, I, uh, I know. Uh, well, is it a biblical term? Um, Does it actually say somewhere in the Bible spiritual warfare? No. Okay. Not that not not that I'm aware of, and um, not that I'm aware of. Maybe in uh, a newer revised version, maybe they've used that word. But right. I don't believe in the King James. I don't believe they. I don't believe that mm. word that that phrase as is put into scripture. All right. Um, well, there's what, a lot of meaning to that, but um, I don't want to lessen the term, lessen the value of the word, lessen the value of the discussion, but. Um, what would be a synonym to spiritual warfare? Well, a correct synonym, not just um, devil made me do it. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> the devil made me do it. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, uh, um, man, you got me there. You know, that'll be a first. <laughs> that will be a first. That will be a first. Somebody write this down. Oh, maybe I'm just not, my brain is not uh, functioning properly. It's tough. And let me just say this real quick. Uh, my reasoning for that, uh, uh, I've never won. i ever tried to change the way you talk because uh, whew, that's a load I don't want to take on. Um I just it's a load it's a load I just my dictionary is bigger than your dictionary yes it is all right today's podcast is back on pride um I I uh I uh I know that for me uh years ago in the church years of uh listening to pastors and and I'm not here to knock pastors at all but I know in my simple mind that there was a time when Church words just went over my head. I mean, I didn't grasp any meaning from it. Now, I will readily admit it might have been where I was in my walk at the time. It might have been to my level of paying attention. It could have been anything. So I don't want to make this a podcast about changing church words. Right. I just, spiritual warfare, uh, uh, learned one from you. That, that I would, that I call it, may be just as difficult to equate it to our subject, but giving place to the devil, giving place to Satan, right. give, renting room in our minds to Satan. Yes. When you're talking about mind, you know, uh, or you said that, and then I used it as an analogy in, in, um, in the uh, way that we began the uh, Iraqi war, mm-hmm. um, that that shows that um, that right there shows that we do not war with flesh and blood, but we war in with something greater than that, and it wars against our mind, and that's what the Bible teaches us. Mm-hmm. That it, there's there's a war uh, that attacks our mind, and that is darkness. Something I really want to get out in this in this podcast is because um, a lot of people really think <clears throat> that. Um, <coughs> I mean that you know it's a figment of your imagination that that Satan is even that, that's just a mythic uh, a mytholo- mythological uh, mythological myth- mythological um, 
being uh, just uh, you know something in our imagination. No, he's real. But he's real. He is real. He is, he is real as the face that I'm looking at. And not sure uh, anybody's understanding of things, but uh, he's here now. Yes, and uh, uh, but but I want people to understand that there's only two things, I, and I, this is something I teach my kids, and I've taught my kids all through. I mean, they're they're adults now, but. Um, that there's only two things in the world. There's just two things, and that's good and evil. Yes. There's nothing else. There's no in between. Uh, there's there is just good and there's and evil. And the Bible says everything good comes from above. And we know everything evil is derived in the mind of Satan, um, and and comes from him and and. So when we think about when we when we allow this uh, war to begin, or we didn't allow it to war, the war to begin, it began um, it began at the uh, manifestation of Satan deciding he wanted to be bigger than God, that he wanted to be worshipped, um, and and reckon why he even thought that. What was in his in his mind? What what was going on? Pride, 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 yeah, pride. Because we talked about that last time. Yeah, pride come before the falling of man. That's right. Um, and and so when you think about that, it started, but it started that that it started in his mind, right? Mm-hmm. And it and it began to manifest, and then then he takes that and he begins to war against us. Yes. And and the whole purpose of warring against man is, uh, understand. It's it's not to take you to hell with him. It's not to have some big party. I mean, we've heard, well, I'll just go to hell and have a big old party. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. You'll find. I mean, we. I mean, I've read some really just awful shirts, man. Mm-hmm. That uh, if they really understood the the truth in in going to hell. Uh, in, in this place that the 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 the, the Bible talks about and describes um, as hell. I mean, uh, you know, you'll you'll see me in hell and uh, with with a beard in my hand. Or I mean, we've there's so many little nuances uh, that's out there um, that we just take lightly. They take lightly the fact of uh, Satan, and they take lightly of hell. Uh, but this is a real war that he has declared on mankind, and the and the simple reason is he's want he wants to be worshipped. He wants to be God. Yes, um, that was where it all began. He wants to be God, and if he can get you to worship him, then uh, then that's that's what he wants. That's the whole purpose of his uh, that manifestation of wanting to be God. Yes. And I, and I'd like to add this to what you've said so far. You know, uh, you you brought up the term he was a mythological being. You didn't say he was. You said we sometimes mistake him for yes. one of those. Right. Um, <clears throat> the devil is alive and well and on earth. He is the light of this world. Yes. I know that sounds confusing uh, when we say that Jesus is the light. And then we turn around and say that devil is the light, but but Scripture tells us yes. that he that the devil is the light of the world. He was once a great shining angel, right? 
And uh, matter of fact, I can even tell you his place before he fell, before he decided he wanted to be bigger than God. Uh, but we, I digress. We won't go into all that because we're talking about spiritual warfare, which for me is that battle in my mind. And now that I know the subject we're going to talk about, I can tell you how I know the wars began for Spartacus. When I opened my, well, I can't even say that. Just before I open my eyes in the morning, it begins. The devil's up before me. He's prepared. He works hard every day at what he does. And at that point, just before I open my eyes, everything starts running in my head of what I'm going to do and how I'm going to do it and how I'm going to handle it. Well, an example would be, if I get to work and this one says this one to me, I'm going to bam, bam, bam. And I can't repeat those bam, bam, bams. Yeah. Uh, if uh, my wife asks me a question before I'm ready to talk in the morning, bam, 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 I'm going to let her know it. Yeah. Uh, if my kids ain't up and prepared to go to work or to school or whichever direction or back to prison, bam, 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 I'm going to be on it. All these things, and you might say, well, now, Spartacus, that's just being a parent. No, it's not just being a parent. Not when you look at it like that. Right. That that's just that's just not. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, you're talking about uh, the devil. He's up before you, and he's he he's he's already attacking um, long before you ever even know he's attacking. The devil is very strategic in his warfare. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bible says. Uh, that uh, uh, you know the the word wiles, uh, mm-hmm. beware the wiles of the devil. What is that? What is that? That word wiles <coughs> means that he's strategic, mm-hmm. me, meaning he'll take two steps back mm-hmm. to take three steps forward. Absolutely, um, and that's what we can't understand. You know, we might think. You ever heard the the old term? Um, well, I'm just you know I'm just being blessed, you know, and, and but you're living in sin. So how are you being blessed? <laughs> I mean, I mean, truly, I mean, yeah. the Bible says that we, there, blessings don't come if we've got sin in our life. That's right. The Bible says God is plain as as the 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 face that I'm looking at, because you are pretty plain. Forty thousand comedians out of work, and I had to befriend you. I'm not a, I'm not a comedian at all. Yes, forty thousand comedians. Uh, Yeah, that was funny. We got to get us a drum roll (laughs) sound effect. Cannot bless over sin. No, he cannot. He cannot bless over sin. So if we know if there's sin in our life, and 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 we think, well, well, buddy, I'm just getting all kinds of blessings. Where's them blessings coming from? He might he might make them look like they're God. He might take two steps back yep. to take three steps forward. That's right, and and that's what I mean by that. Um, so you know the the devil will do things that make you think that it's God, just to get you roped in. Oh yeah, and um, and he, it's a war. It's a war on our mind, um, and um, it, it's um, and we need to recognize it as Christians. Um, that this is real stuff. Uh, the Bible says that we war not against flesh and blood, but the powers of darkness. Yes. Um, and uh, and so you know, he uses the word 
powers of darkness. That means there is power. The devil has power, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't you can't you can't beat him in that flesh right there. No, not in the flesh. You <laughs> sure can't. Because uh, um, it just it just won't happen. So I'll talk about um, place to him. Well, that's what I've been waiting for the whole uh, time. <laughs> I enjoy. I enjoyed. I w- I want people to remember that um, what we do here with this podcast is uh, me and you have been blessed by God so much through our telephone conversations that we wanted to bring our actual telephone conversations to the world via mm-hmm. via video and podcast. Yes. Um, uh, and I did get on this lurch about uh, let's not call it spiritual warfare. That's too churchy and all that. I've got nothing wrong with the church because I think that's one of the ways the devil does it. Yeah. He he has a list of things he wants to do. And uh, the, gr- the, the grand scheme of things, the grand title for the devil is take people's focus off of God. And then how am I going to do that? If he can get us out of fellowship with Christians, that's one way. If he can get us ticked off at the church, that's another way. Yeah. If he can, uh, 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 anything to take our focus off on God and make us look through our natural lenses, our natural eyes, and not our spirit eyes. Right. Uh, uh, if we're always looking through the v- veil, that's not a good word. It is. No, it's not. The veil of God. Uh, if we're always trying to look at things with the Spirit of God in us, we can look past a lot of things that the devil would love for us to bite on. Right. And uh, uh, another thing worth mentioning is the fact that that no matter how God manifests himself in you, how close of a walk you're with him, how tight you are with God, whatever words you want to use, the devil is still going to attempt to do his work. That's right. Period. He tempted Christ. If he'll tempt to tempt Christ, he'll surely fool with Spartacus. That's exactly right. Um, I preached a message um, years ago, uh, does, does the devil know your name? Yeah. Um, and what the thought process was, you know, uh, he he looked at uh, Peter, um, I believe it was Peter, um, it was the scripture, he looked, Satan said, or the, the demonic spirit said, uh, well, we know Paul, it was Paul, and, and we know, um, and it might even been Peter with him, I can't remember, uh, but we know, we know Paul, and we know, uh, we'll say Peter, but who are you? Because they didn't know him. Why did they know Paul? Because of the impact that Paul was having on the kingdom of God. Right. So when we say, you know, does the devil know your name? What does that mean? Well, does the devil know your name? Are you doing enough in the kingdom? Are you doing anything in the kingdom, in kingdom work, for the devil to know who you are? Um, cause the devil ain't going to, he, he just ain't going to fight against you. If you ain't fighting against him, if you ain't, if you ain't fighting for the cause of Christ, if you ain't, then he's already got you. Why does he need to war against you? Let me throw something in there real quick. Just to see your opinion on it. Uh, we use the word focus more relief from the devil, focusing on being closer to God and being in God's will. than I do completely girding myself up to battle the devil. I think that 
focusing on, I don't think I know for Spartacus. I'm just, that's the only reason I'm saying it is because it works in my life. I think focusing on God and doing the things God will have me to do helps gird me up. Gird. Gird is a church word, people. Uh, <laughs> it helps to clothe me with something to keep the devil away from me. That's right. I apologize. Here I am churching it up when I'm not supposed to or when I don't like to. I just I just want it to be plain. Yes. I, I digress. I just want it to be plain. Yeah, I, I, and I understand. I, I don't... Uh, because you know we, you can get if I if I sit here and preached at you or preached at the uh, at the uh, audience and you know uh, give them a sermon every time we did a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, that's I mean they can get that at, at their local church. Sure, I mean, we, sure. We need to. I, I just want to get down and just talk about some things. Absolutely. Uh, I mean you know get different per, you know a, a perspective in a in just the common language. Yes, of, and, and how one another deals with things. Yeah, you can pick up some great nuggets there, and some great advice. What you can call nuggets, advice, encouragement. Uh, you can also pick up a lot of enthusiasm, yeah. right? For God, you know, some of us are not enthusiastic people, right? You, you being one, me being the other. People don't know that about us, right. but we generally walk around looking like we hate people. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> you say that. Um, when I, I just different places that I've worked over the years, uh, they they people would come up and ask me, "Man, you mad?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, no, I'm I'm actually in really I'm a really good mood. Yeah, you don't look uh, it, but I don't look it, no. I, and I don't mean to be that way. I get, I mean, I I don't I, I don't mean to present that, mm-hmm. and I have worked on it a lot since. If I you mean, keep a hat on your head, you look a lot better. You look a little uh, happier. We've had this conversation. Anyway. <laughs> I remember now. Uh, Sometimes you got to give a brother a starting well, point. I guess. I guess I need to. Uh, we need to bring the audience into that conversation. Um, what that? Or, I, I was being told that very thing that, that that I look mad all the time, and this is back. You know, I had. I, I wore a hat most of my life. And then I, I, I went through uh, a little, uh, I, I lost my hair. My hair just began to just, 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 just began to disappear, period, you know. And, uh, and I kind of got, you know, I, I, then I shaved it off, and I, or not shaved all of it off, but I shaved the top of it, you know, to where, you know, it just, uh, it just looked a little better. And I just stopped wearing a hat. And, um, I found out that people began to tell me that uh, when when I wasn't wearing a hat. So I went in the bathroom one evening and I looked at my <laughs> wife and I said, "Come here a minute." And uh, and <laughs> she comes into fun. the bathroom and we're looking we're looking at the at the mirror and I said, "Now tell me, what uh, do I look mad?" And uh, and she looked at me and she said, well, "Maybe." And then I put my hat on. I said, what about now? She said, no. Yeah. She said, you look a lot different with that hat on. Yes. Uh, just my countenance looked a lot different. Yeah. That's the church word. Countenance. Uh, <laughs> countenance. We can't help ourselves, particularly you, but we, we need the one can. Cause we're Public, ex- what's your public announcement there? Yeah. Countenance. <laughs> countenance. <laughs> countenance means... The way you look. Here comes a church word. <laughs> yeah, here comes a church word. But uh, I remember that time. 
and you started wearing a hat and uh and there's something about it and and that's that's the whole thing about accountability and being honest with one another and i know that a hat on your head and not smiling is actually frivolous other than the fact if you're not approachable because you yeah. look like you're mad all the time. Yeah, and I and I don't want to be that way. I want I want everybody to know that they can come to me. You think and, the devil enjoyed uh, you better during that time when you oh, looked yeah. like mad? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I really believe that. Got a friend that's been an accountability partner uh, for five six years now. That's going through the same thing. Uh, matter of fact, got a phone call from him yesterday, or I called him one, and he. Uh, he said, I've been reading the Word, and uh, in the Word, he said, I mean, you've talked numerous times that when we get out of it, we can usually trace back what we're doing to the amount of time we spend in God's Word and the amount of time we spend in prayer and listening to God. And he said, you know, I've noticed something about myself. He said, uh, "I'm a ha- nobody comes up and talks to me. I'm the hatefulest looking something there ever was. And I said, you don't say. <laughs> But uh, uh, he, I know what he's feeling. <laughs> yeah, he, he he's wanting to to get rid of that, and uh, I didn't bother telling him to put a hat on because <laughs> I think he'd look goofy. But but that changes though. That changes uh, it's anything. I, I, it might not be a hat for some people. Yeah. It was a hat for me. Yeah, you know that that was the thing. You just I don't know. Um, maybe it's just people saw me a little different. Uh, they was used to seeing. I know the first time I saw you with the hat on, I went, "Wow, what a difference!" You're kidding me. And see, some people when I when I was I back, mean, who needs God? Just go buy a bunch of hats. Yeah. <laughs> when I was uh, when I was in the excavating, and um, I mean, uh, there was a lot of them guys that never had seen me without a hat. Mm-hmm. So when I took and and I'd, I'd pull my hat off, man, you ain't got no hair. Yeah. <laughs> But but I I always wore a hat. I wore a hat. If if I the only time I didn't wear a hat was when I was at church or when I was in the shower. That was it. Or if mm-hmm. I was sleeping, I mm-hmm. didn't sleep in my hat either. But my my hat was sitting right there on my nightstand. So when I got up, my hat went on. You know. What about when you were washing your hat and it was drying? What'd you do then? I had another hat. Oh my! Oh, God. I got so many hats. You don't yeah. even know. All right. Spiritual warfare. Back to, back to spiritual warfare. If you don't uh, mind. That's what this podcast is about. Uh, <laughs> is it now? So we digress. <laughs> okay. I finally get to say I digress. You digress. I digress. Um, so, uh, but we're talking about the mind. So it um, starts in the mind. Yeah. And uh, and this is something that I learned, uh, uh, you know, years ago that um you know, first of all, I want to I want to clarify when I when I start talking about the um, giving place to the devil because the Bible tells us not to give place to the devil. Sure. Um, and there's a lot to unwrap when you talk about giving place to the devil. I want people to understand as Christians when I say giving place to the devil, I, and, and I'm talking about giving a place for him to live right. in our in our lives to influence us. And and understand, as a true born again believer, that's the only thing that the devil can do is influence us. Yes. Um, now we understand, you know, and some people out there don't don't believe. Just like we talked about the uh, uh, the the devil not being um, taken serious in in, mm-hmm. in our society. Uh, he's just uh, some figment of 
people's imaginations for some, you know. Uh, but he's real. Demonic spirits is real. Evil is real. Mm-hmm. Um, darkness is real. It's a real thing. You know, there's good and evil. That That, that is real, real things. Um, and we, we know there's many stories in Scripture that talks about um, about demonic spirits, and we know the one, uh, uh, the man in the uh, at, at Gadarean tombs. Uh, he was um, had many spirits, uh, uh, was um, possessed by many uh, demonic spirits, um, and I want us to understand possession of, of demonic spirits is only in a in a man that is empty. Yes. Um, and what I mean by that is an unbeliever, an unbeliever. is only one that can be demonically possessed. Okay. Uh, so you're saying as me, as a person who believes in Christ, right. who has salvation, right. cannot be demonic possessed. That cannot be demonic possessed. Very valid, very true, straight from the word of God. Uh, possession of the devil the possession, uh, possession by demons, uh, minions of the devil, uh, can only be with a person who does not know God. Yes, and and so so when we talk about um, uh, being um, given place to the devil as Christians, uh, we're talking about influence. He will influence us. Yes. All right. Uh, and so we can we can make a place for him to live. Uh, in 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 our influence, you know, we uh, me as a pastor, uh, <coughs> us as podcasters now, mm-hmm. um, we've got a YouTube channel uh, that is considered a influencer. That's what they call an influencer. We're influencing people. I mean, yes. people that watch that it's in it's an influence. I want to be a influencer for God. Yes. You know, I want to be an ambassador for Him. Um, I want to. To, to shout it all over the world, you yes. know, um, you know, Jesus is, uh, he is uh, the only way to, to, to God, and, and we need him. He loves us and all those things. Um, I, I mean, I want to be that. Um, but as an influencer, uh, the, the devil is an influencer, and he wants to get in our lives and influence us. And when we give place for him to live in, in that, in our mind, to be an influence in us, uh, then we we are now uh, we we're in a vulnerable spot to be taken away from the fellowship of God, right? And that this this don't just happen at moments in our life. This happens all moments of our life, every second, every second. Every second. Uh, so when he tells us to not give place to the devil, that is so. Uh, if we could really understand how that, uh, I mean, um, we have, you know, I, we talked about not having power. Um, I, I, in my, in myself, I don't have power to to combat that right. influence. Um, I don't, I don't have power to combat that that war that is raging spiritually in in my life. But the Bible says in First John four that. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Who is in the world? The, the devil. The devil. The he devil. Is the, he yeah, is. And, and I think we've said this earlier, but let's make it clear. The devil has the power of influence over this entire earth right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. 
I, I, I wanted to say the devil rules this earth right now. I think that would confuse people. It could, could confuse people. Could confuse people. Even though people. that is true. Yes, it is true. Yes. But I think that could confuse people. I know it would confuse me. Um, uh, and you're right. Greater is God in me. In me. Than the, and that's the important part, in me. Yeah. If I don't have him in me, though. Yes. Then I that I'm a lost cause against the devil. Against the devil, uh, and 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 that is the answer to all of it. But I want to say this: I've given the story about how how it starts in my mind in the mornings before my eyes open. My body's awake. I'm awake. I haven't opened my eyes yet, and it starts. What's other examples of giving place to the devil? What's what's other examples? Uh, you know, at that point in the morning, I can stop and I go, God, I know you're supreme in my life and that you rule my life. But for some reason, I want to think about this junk. God, help me not to to look at it through mine eyes, but look at it through your eyes. And I'm going to show Christ to people today. I'm not going to be a doormat. Went there and done that as a Christian. Went yeah. all the way to that doormat place and didn't like it. Yeah, it was nasty. Yeah. I don't like that. But I'm going to show people love, consideration, and I'm not going to fight the battles that ain't worth fighting. But, but if, you, if you give place to the devil, yes. you'll fight those battles. And then I can get out the door, get in the truck, and five minutes down the road, somebody can cut me off. And I give place to the devil again. Yeah. Now, these are all daily exercises of times when you're giving place to the devil. Right. The thoughts as men that we maybe have. somebody gets gets under your skin at your at your employment. Yes, and you have an opportunity at that moment to not give place to the devil. Right in our in our in our mind because mm -hmm. that's where he's attacking. Well, let me ask you this question: Has the have you ever noticed a a time when you're preaching behind that big oh. old fancy <laughs> pulpit yes. at your church? And you're giving God's word, and you're spitting and foaming at the mouth all over the place. As and then, then somebody says, "There's no sound on the video." <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I have a, I have, you know, Michael, Michael Finney, uh, one of one of our deacons at the church. He is very, um, very adamant about encouraging me to let it go. It'll be all right, Pastor. It'll be all right. Uh, you know, uh, if, if the if the video does not do what it, you know, if it, it you know, the sounds not right, if the video messes up, it'll be all right. Because he knows that that I, I I'm and, and people don't understand. I want everything to say be. Say that one more time. You what? What? Say it all again. Everybody don't understand. And then you said, I, 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 I want. I have, what, I have what, an what, opportunity. What, what does I got to I, do with it? I have an opportunity What if God cut that bed. sound off? What if God cut that sound and off he could for, have. for his, his glory? He, his could, he could have. He could have. Um, I'm not saying that, but I'm, I'm saying what, what, where that drive, where that, where that is derived from is I want everything that I do to be the best that I can give God. Okay, there we go again. And I'm not just being ugly spar. And I'm not actually trying to be funny, even though it is funny. I want everything to be the best it can. I want to give God my best. I want to 
you can't do none of it. It's got to be God through you. Yeah. So I'm I'm with Mr. Finney. <laughs> and and he is uh, he is and God is speaking through him. He yeah. and I can look at I've this yeah. just happened several weeks ago. Uh I he the sound somebody somebody come up and told somebody that the sound wasn't working and and here I I'm already preaching, you know. So at that moment I can give place to the devil. But I look back there at at Michael Mm-hmm. And because he was in, he was uh, sometimes he don't get to come because he, he has to work on Sundays. Uh, but he was there that morning, and I looked back there at him, and he said, <laughs> "Just let it go." I, I mean, just I, and I know what he's talking about. Just yeah. let it go; it'll be all right. And then one night he wasn't even there. This was a Wednesday night, and something happened to it. And um, and then uh, he called me or texted me, and he said, uh, "You did good." He said, "You didn't let it get to you." So he's an accountability yes, partner he, in that in that aspect yes. of, of my life. Yes. He is very very well at, uh, accountability. And the and the <laughs> thing we learned from that, uh, I will state for the record, and I am not God. That it ain't gonna change you. I have to watch you set this stuff up every time we do this, and it's hours of perfection. And and I try to leave you alone, and and I try to help where I as I learn. Uh, but for people out there, I want to make this point may or may not have anything to do with today's subject. Today's telephone call. Today, uh, yeah. yeah. This is our telephone uh, call. Our telephone call. Uh, Welcome to the telephone call. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you want to see a preacher, a reverend, a bishop, whatever you call them, the man that stands up front and talks for endless amount of time, it seems like most of the time. Yeah, Paul did that too. In the yes, upper room, didn't yes, he? yes. Uh, if you want to see him act like a human being, go over and pull the plug on the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> or, or jump up and walk across the pew and talk to your neighbor just out loud. <laughs> it just it tears them up aside. They've got a schedule, you're, you're, and it's got to be perfect because uh, God's watching them. Yeah. <laughs> well, we we just uh, and and we probably take all that on our shoulders that we don't need to put on our shoulders. Um, and we put a lot on our shoulders and say, you know, I understand we're accountable. I mean, we are accountable sure. for for uh, things that happen, and and um, but. Things that are, are without are out of our control. We're not accountable for that. No, and and my point would be this: these little things, tiny, tiny, tiny things, is giving place to the devil. That's exactly right. And and that's all he needs is a little foothold, yeah. just a little place. I can I can go into my office and somebody can say good morning with an attitude, and. I can recognize that, stew over it, and be on it all day long. Never say an ugly word to them. They never know that the way they said good morning to me irritated me. But during that time that I'm contemplating the irritation, I'm contemplating the person, I'm thinking about it, my focus on God has evaporated, and that has consumed me, and I'm on a roll. Yeah. We always think of church and God as these great big old things. Yeah. But I'm here to tell you from this old boy's perspective, 
if we would just work on the tiny things, the tiny, tiny things, pick up your Bible, read it. Yeah. The first time you have a thought that you want to break somebody's neck, just let it go immediately and say, Lord, take that out of my thought pattern yeah. and, and start with this stuff. And because the Bible says that he is, he is seeking, he's going to and fro, mm. seeking Absolutely. whom he may devour. Absolutely. And he, that's, that is his whole purpose. He wants, he wants you to worship him. Yeah. He ultimately wants to devour you. Yes. And just to let folks know, because, ready for this? Because a little exegesis happened <laughs> on my part. <laughs> that's good, though. The writer of that, who was the writer that said he's going to and fro like a lion? God. Jesus. I, yeah. Oh, the writer, Paul. Paul, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Actually, no, um, I believe that was Peter. My I believe that was in Second Peter. I think it was, too. Anyway, uh, why did he use a lion? To represent the devil? Because that was the gnarliest, nastiest, evilest, meanest, animal they had at that time yeah and he was the and when he king of the kingdom yeah and when he got a hold of something he devoured it completely yeah yeah that's good hey that's free of charge yeah yeah hope you hope you learned <laughs> something good, from it but but that's what's cool about the bible and getting in the bible and reading it there's a reason why uh examples words uh all that stuff is there oh yeah it, it, there's a reason, and, and for some nut like me, that's very interesting. But most people don't do their word studies when they, you know, this is something I didn't do. I mean, I, I had to learn that that was so important to to when you're studying Scripture, you know, um, is to know what you're reading. Yes. No, put it, because you can take it out of context. You might think you know what you're reading, but put mm -hmm. it in context Know what the writer was telling us, and what the writer's God. He's just using man to put it on pen, pen, pen to paper. Mm. Um, but find out, you know, doing our word studies will will really understand what a word and how it's used in that scripture. Sure. You know, sure. when we parse that word and, and understand, hey, I, now I know how that's used in that scripture, and, and now I know why it means that. You know, do y'all really believe that parse is a word? You asking me or them? Anybody want? I to believe say? it is. Is it okay? <laughs> parsing, parsing, parsing a word. You're reading the dictionary again, aren't you? <laughs> when you parse a word, you you, parse you word. see you see the what uh, where it falls as far as uh, what person it's in. First, gonna, second, third person. We're going to check this. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna Google parse and let's see what he finds. This is uh, this is far as uh, educational time. Um, uh, Google time, his Google time. Uh, Analyze a sentence into its parts and describe their synatic roles. There you go. All right. You get a little star today. <laughs> you get a little star. Parse. That just sounds too much like a word I'd hear over in the other valley. Parse. Oh, but we can't give place to the devil. And because um, once we uh, relinquish, uh, once we open the door and say, "Ah, it'll be all right. You can you can stay here for a little while." Sure. Uh, once we do that, 
Sure. And you don't that, like to leave, by yeah, the way. No, 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 no. Um, I've even, I've, I've been heard this. I've, people have heard me to say this. I don't know what you would think about this saying, but I, I, I have said before in my lifetime, I wish I was as good a member of the church as the devil was. Yes. Because he's there every, he's never missed a service, no. by the way, at, at any service that uh, was proclaiming Can God. I go off the deep end with yes, that, with that, ca- with that one? Yes, go ahead. Is the devil omniscient? Like omnipresent? Like, okay, there you go. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Omnipresent. No. I don't believe he is. So how is he to every church? Well, because I, I misspoke. Okay. <laughs> well, I wonder sometimes. Okay, I think that's it. Okay, let me let me I, let me let me rephrase what I said. Um, because no, I don't believe Satan is omnipresent. Okay, um, I believe that the demonic spirit that that is that you know the the evilness of the demonic spirits are not not omnipresent, but they are. Um, there's somebody attacking the, the, the Satan is attacking you. It might not be Satan himself ta- attacking you. So you're you. using the words spirits, plural, plural, not singular. The Bible says that not just Satan fell from heaven, but who else? The memo angels he talked into going with exactly. him. Exactly. So the demonic spirits that we li- that, that's here on earth is part, it said a third of the angels fell yeah, from heaven. Yeah, that's a bunch of folks. That's a. I mean, we don't know how many angels there was, but if there was a third, you know, of what angels is there, fell from heaven, there's a lot of demonic spirits in this world. Yes. Um, and uh, so yeah, so just kind of rephrasing that. And that might, I might have went a little too deep with that. No, my, my reasoning for I want that. People, that. People need to know that. Yeah, He's and, not omnipresent like God. God is omnipresent. Yeah, God's omnipresent. I just, I, I as I said what I did about being as, good in attendance as the devil is i was just curious now if he's not omnipresent i said omniscient wrong use of the word i apologize i'm just an old tractor driver uh uh i i begin to think oh i know the devil has power i know he does but i know his power resides in the fact of what god will allow and god won't allow and i do know as a saved individual that uh, he has no power to possess my body any longer. That's right, exactly. But I was wondering about him being present at every church service that I'm at and every church service that you're at, because I don't go to your church. Well, the Bible says, the you know, we've said this before, the wheat and the tares grow together. Yeah. So the tares is what? The, 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 um, the, that, that is the bad. The, the, the uh, wheat is um, Christians, and the... Uh, or not, I don't want to say bad, but the, the tares are unbelievers, right? Yeah. Uh, and anywhere there's an unbelieving mm-hmm. of God in, mm-hmm. then then what can happen? The influence of evil can be there, right? Sure. Because um, uh, the devil's more prone can be, those people can be more prone to be used of the devil than than hopefully a Christian can. Sure. But, but we can still give the, the devil place. Um but I, I believe that the, the demonic spirits that w- that that dwell and and they reside in uh, in this world they they are they they never cease to um, uh, tear down the kingdom of God. Right. So um, so we have to be we have to be mindful of the things that 
as a Christian, we allow to happen or allow space to be in our life. Um, we need to feel it. Yes. Uh, if we've got places uh, the, 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 where the devil can live, we need to feel it, and we need to feel it with God. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just, just the same, you know, people cutting you off. How do we how do we feel that 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 place right there? Because that's a place that we can allow the devil to live in our life and and cause anger, uh, uh, cause cause something to happen, uh, unrighteous anger, by the mm-hmm. way, uh, to happen. Uh, well, how do we how do we fix that? Will we fill that place with God? Yes, you know we know. Understand, we know that things is going to happen. Yeah, they're going to happen. Uh, you, we know you, the mic's going to go off. Yeah, and you talk <laughs> about <know> <laughs> you, you, you talk about what I said about somebody cutting you off. Uh, that turns out that's be. Uh, oh, I'm going to go there, but I'm going to go there. That turns out to be easy. Get your butt in the right hand lane. Drive the speed limit. Pay attention to what you're doing. Don't worry about what everybody else is doing. God may be saving you from an accident that you're rushing to get to. I don't know if it works that way. It's just my thought. Feel free to make it your own. Uh, And ignore the crap. Make a decision today to be godly and ignore this stuff that makes you look like the rest of the world. Yeah, because when when the the world can't distinguish you between everybody else, then then, then have we give place to the devil? Yes. I mean, if if somebody comes up, well, I can't tell if they're a Christian or not. And then just to be honest about that distinguishment, it will humble you. Yeah. It don't make you any better. No. It makes you saved, and yeah. it makes you following God, but it don't make you any better. No. We all, we are, the Bible says that we all, our righteous, all, everybody yeah. is, is filthy rags. Yeah. The only difference in any of it is because of him. That's it. What makes you want me, me to execute filthy rags? but uh but 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 there's ways to not allow the devil to live in our life there's there's a there's a way that we can combat spiritual uh the spiritual warfare that we're in uh to um and and it's never going away understand that the spiritual warfare that we're in is never going away but how do we uh, allow ourselves um, to not fall into the enemy's hands in that war? Here comes the church answer. Gird yourself up with the armor of God. That's right. You've got to put on the armor of God. You do. But the biggest thing that just the, the in the in the simplest way to say it is feel those places that the devil can live in our mind, in our, in our life, just fill them with God. So all of it boils down to uh, taking an earnest, honest look at ourselves. And you, and you know, and because of the way I'm built, I want to say through God's eyes, which is the correct thing to say, but just look at yourself. If you've got trouble in your life, if you're a Christian, you've got trouble in your life, strife, another church word, confusion, uh, if something just eating you up, man up and just look at yourself and see where your responsibility lies in that. I think you'd be closer. You know, we can say, get in your Bible, listen to God. Most people say, get in your Bible and study. No, get in your Bible, listen to God. Prayer, 
prayer. We we never look at prayer close enough. We right. never we never and maybe we need to do a podcast on that, but prayer. But look at yourself. Pull a Michael Jackson, look in the mirror. And I'm look at yourself and 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 recognize your responsibility in what's going on. Amen. We call it we call it giving place to the devil, whatever you call it. If you dread going home at night because you know the wife is going to gripe at you, don't look at her. Look at you. Yeah. See how you can change. Yeah. And and you you got to be willing to change. And you've got yes, you got to be willing. You got to be willing to change. But that that's a foothold the devil gets where everybody else is wrong. I'm the one that's right. Why don't y'all act like me? I know that's a particular sin. We're I'm pulling out again. All that, but. I'm just saying it boils down to doing the simple things God asks us to do. Do the work God asked us to do while we're here on planet Earth. Right. Because if we don't, I mean, again, we, we're going to be in this war. I mean, this war is not going away. No, it's not going uh, away. And, and you're missing an abundance of things God's ready to give you. Yeah. I mean, okay. are ready to do Are ready to do through you. Or do through you. Yes. Exactly. And when I say give you, I'm not talking about a boat and a car and a tractor right. and, and a fire. Joy. Yeah. Joy. I'm talking about joy uh, yeah. and peace. Yeah. You know what? Comfort. I, comfort. Yeah. I know what it's like to lay down at night and go instantly asleep. Yeah. Most of my friends have no clue. Right. I got you. That's and that really that ain't good. because I, I uh, oh, I know how to block everything out. No, it's because God has given me peace inside that surpasses all understanding because I don't understand it. No, ain't none of us understand it. No, I don't understand it. it. But, buddy, my wife will tell you somewhere from the time he says good night and before his head hits the pillow, he's out. Right. And that, to me, that comes from God. That's good. I spent years not being able to sleep. Years. Now I've spent years being able to sleep and rest. Amen. Of course, I also spent years... uh, Passing out and coming too, but that's a different story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You was giving place to the devil then. Yes, I was. <laughs> yes, I was. But it just all—it really just all boils down to the, the simple things. Yes, um, it's just the simple things. I mean, we often look at the big things, but let's 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 concentrate on the little things, and yes. those little things will take care of the big things. They will. They, they, they will. will. Away. The big yeah. things will diminish. That's right. Um, you know, this has been a good, good, good podcast. Uh, spiritual warfare. I know we don't like that, right? No, that's what it, we're in. It, that's it, what we're in. Though. That's what we're in. It is a battle while we are here. Yeah, it a is war. a spiritual warfare, and it does start in your mind. Yeah. And that's where the junk. I started to say crap, but that's where the junk begins. That's where it all begins. And if uh, if we can put more of what he said in it. And a lot less of what I said in it. And what I said in it, then we'll be all right. Amen. Because it's not what uh, what you said. It's not what you said. But it's what he said. Amen. Y'all have a good day.